Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. Oh my gosh. I feel like this week's episode is going to be 15 notches below last week's episode. We won't be screaming at each other in agreement. <laughs> yeah, we won't be loudly agreeing. <laughs> Passionately agreeing about how bad that book was. Yeah, exactly. I was telling my book club last night, like, oh, yeah, I, we were like recorded an episode of my podcast in which we couldn't stop like raging about a book. <laughs> and for some reason, I've developed a reputation in that group for not liking very many books. I don't know how. Well, I feel like they also, I don't know if your book club people listen, but I feel like they also choose really like hoity-toity books. Sometimes it'll be something where it's like, this is just too intense for like something that's supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like they're trying to prove something. So at least from the from my perspective as a like onlooker of sometimes the books that some people choose. Is yeah. Like, well, I showed them because for this month's meeting, it was my turn to choose a book. And the way we do it is that we like offer three selections to the group and then everyone votes on it. And so a lot of the times people will choose like one book they're really excited about and two books they're like eh about. Mm-hmm. And I chose three romance novels that I loved. Yeah. So I basically forced them to go with a romance <laughs> novel that I love. Yeah. And it was great because they selected Tessa Dare's When a Scott Ties a Knot, which is like an all-time so favorite. Funny. It's so cute and so funny. And they were fine with it. I mean, a lot of them were like, you know, there's a lot of internalized yeah. stuff against romance novels. So I think that that was part of it. But in general, I converted a couple more people to loving romance. Yes. One of the girls was like, this author was hilarious. And I loved her. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so overall, it went great. And there yeah. was way less ranting yesterday at my book club than there was last week about the book we reviewed. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So that was I know. nice. But again, like we said at the end of last week's episode, if you want to write fan fiction about this or create something in the world that we ranted about last week, go for it. I want to read it. Oh, yeah. We had a couple of wildlings say, hey, maybe I should do something. We're like, yes, we will beta read it for you. So yeah, totally. We would freaking love that. I'm oh, yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so Esther, do we want to let everyone know what our game plan is for this week? Because you may have noticed that we ended out of rage that we didn't select a book or deck to review this week. Yeah, but that's okay because we had like an influx of questions suddenly yes, and exactly. we needed to, We so this episode is just going to be jam-packed full of questions. Exactly. We're going to get through a ton of questions and not have to rush because we have to get to the review. We'll just yeah. spend a lot of time going through questions. And if you have any questions, you can submit them at wildlytarot.com under ask a question. Shocking. Hey. There's a little form to submit. We got a new one today with somebody asking us to do an, a Lenormand episode because we talked about it briefly in the Pixie's Astonishing Lenormand deck review episode. Yeah. But you and I have talked about doing a whole entire Lenormand episode in which we answer questions using only Lenormand oh, cards yeah. too. Yeah. Because so, we love Lenormand, so. 
I'm not as confident with it as you are, I think. I feel like you're a little, you use it more than I do. Yeah, I, I think I use it just more in general. But I'm yeah. also a person that when it's, I did my work for the next three weeks spread and it was like very negative. And I was just like, oh, so now I'm like scared to pull the Norman cards out because my next three weeks for work is going to be super negative and intense. Yeah. I'm like, well, no. I got two Lenormand decks like the day before my cousin was found. Oh, yeah. And so I kept getting all these really negative readings and being like, oh, God. And then yeah. my cousin had died. And so right. I, it took me like weeks to pick up a Lenormand deck again. Because yeah. I was like, it just gives so, <laughs> like such specific information. Like, I know. It's, just, it's not ambiguous at all no. in the way that tarot sometimes can be. It's like very explicit, which can yeah. be stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, so that's a, that's a, the sort of thing you can ask us questions about. If you have questions yeah. about... Any card style divination, any divination in general, or if you have life questions that you want our help answering using our cards, we can do that too. Yeah. Just submit them online. Exactly. I love it. Oh, it's my turn to pick card of the day. So uh, since we're answering so many questions, I thought that we should just start with saying which decks we're using. Oh, yeah. I am using Moon Power Tarot today because I like the gold edges and the spoopiness and it's really powerful. (laughs) Hence Moon Power. So much moon power. And I'm using the antique anatomy mass market version, the American mass market version. Oh, question. Does the American mass market version backs, are they different than the UK mass market version? Nope. They're the same. Same. Okay. Okay. I didn't know because I, no one ever kind of like showed the backs. They just showed the the shuffling. It's the exact same deck, just with a different box. Okay. Just a different packaging. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Because even the book, like everything looks exactly the same except for the exterior package. And the name. Yeah. Because that one's called the Modern Tarot Reader. Right. But I do, yeah, I have so many freaking copies of this now. Yeah. So I'm probably going to give one away. Hey! Because <laughs> I didn't cancel my pre-order. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I have my pre-order. <laughs> and the publisher. The one that Claire sent copies. us. Yeah. The British version that I bought because I was so impatient. And the indie version. <laughs> there was someone in my t- in my Tarot Korea group. They had just received their, like, U.S. copy here because we can order it like through like a long distance service or whatever. And I was like, yeah, we have her on an episode and I have, you know, this edition and this edition and I just love her deck so much. And blah, blah, blah. So it was like a fangirl moment <laughs> in a random like, tarot career. Claire, group. I don't want to alarm you, but we love you so much. That we have so many versions. It's a bit disturbing. Deck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so uh, with Antique Anatomy, my card of the day, let's see. I, got, I forgot about that part. We got so sidetracked that, about yeah, how much I love this deck. Claire. I was oh, like, yeah, Claire too. <laughs> I guess I need to actually pull a card. You can't just be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. Our card for the episode is the five of wands. We keep getting fives, Holly. Girl, we are just dealing with some stuff, I guess. I know. I think that, I mean, we did start off by talking about a very long to-do list of podcast stuff that we need to get done yes. in the next two weeks before school starts, starts for me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So I do think that there's some like, how are we going to put up this tent energy <laughs> that the five of wands has? The five of wands is such like this tent building. Thing. Yeah. I love the first time I saw that. I was like, this is the way that I'm going to see this card forever now. <laughs> it's perfect. I've never it's heard of it that so way perfect. before. Cause I just call it like the bumbling idiots. Like no one, there's like no leader. Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. And so, but like, so that whole tent imagery is just perfect. Cause it's like, where's this tent going? How, what does it look like? <laughs> I love it's it. great. So I think that we just maybe, and also since this episode is unlike 
structurally, unlike anything that we've done before, we can maybe feel like there's not really a lot of like leadership in yeah. some way because the structure is not there. Yeah. yeah. Well, All to right. start off, our first question of the episode is from San. Could you talk about how you store your decks? Since both of you have so many, it sounds like a space slash expense challenge. Well, that is not a lie. So. Yeah. <laughs> We've had to try a whole bunch of different things. I yeah. mean, you have way more space limitations than I do because you were only in one room before. Right, right. So what did you do there and what are you doing now? Okay, so there I decanted everything from boxes because boxes, except if they're like a tuck box or like a nice like magnetic square smally box that I could keep the cards in, I would decant everything mm-hmm. because there's no use to keeping like a Llewellyn giant you know, mermaid tarot box. I don't know why they do that. I don't know either. They're so huge. They're so, so big. So I would pretty much decant everything into bags. And then what I ended up with last time, like I had a shelf, like a pretty long shelf, and I just stacked the decks on top. Now with my new space, I have like a desk with some shelves kind of built in that I put the decks I really like close by. And then I have a different shelf that I just set up this evening that I'm going to put decks like in there. Less used. Yes. Yeah. So in they're both like within reach. So I'm like definitely like a tarot area. So I kind of keep everything like in the space. But I'm also becoming more choosy with the decks that I'm getting. Like, because before I was like that, like felt lost sort of thing. Like, oh, I knew, I really like this deck. But now that I know, like. I want to believe you, but you and I both, yes. we both supported two <laughs> Kickstarters yesterday. <laughs> yes. But we don't, I don't have a, a Toth deck. Like, this is like a brand new Toth deck. Okay, okay. Okay. We can justify it. Yeah. And Lenormand <laughs> decks are really small and tiny. So <laughs> they're really not taking no, up much space. I know what you mean, though. There <laughs> yeah. is like an element of when we when we first start. I mean, I guess I still am just like buying whatever strikes my fancy. Well, but like, but- <laughs> I'm not purchasing as many like mass market decks as I used to. Yeah. Mass market decks, like I would automatically, like, if some if like one or two cards like struck my fancy, I would just buy it. And then I get yeah. it and realize like, I'm not going to use this that much and just like give it away. I have like six decks to send you. Yeah. So you're going to maybe start thinking about space for that. Space. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully decanting like really helps a lot because <clears throat> cloth bags don't take up as much space as like boxes and things. Yeah. So. And most of the decks that I'm sending you are actually two of them are in bigger boxes antique anatomy and the uh, mass market circo tarot oh yeah 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 but the mass market circo tarot actually has a two-piece hard uh, oh like what am, lid I, doing? Lid, what am I doing with my hands it has like a hard two-piece box okay like rigid rigid oh, was the okay. word i was looking for <laughs> this hand symbol of like fingers <laughs> intertwining and pushing together apparently i was meant like rigid. here's the church here's the people open the door and see all the people <laughs> yeah exactly so that you can kind of take out of the bigger box and just okay. kind of stand alone but okay still okay. yes yeah. you're i'm about to send you like a mother load of decks hallelujah <laughs> Because, yeah, I haven't had an address. I didn't have an address for like two months almost. And so, yeah, especially because stuff takes so long to get to Korea that you just never know. Like, this right. could be here in a week and a half, or it could take three six weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, I don't have as much of a designated tarot area. I mean, I do. The majority of my decks are next to me right here on like a five foot tall bookshelf. When I first started collecting, I had like one of those kind of like, cubby bookshelves like the three by three you can buy them at target or Walmart or basically wherever they're just like white basic beadboard and that was like not very functional because it was so low to the ground and I just felt like I was never getting to anything on the bottom shelves yeah so 
when we got our first little tiny piece of Patreon money, I think that we got like just a little bit and I was yeah. like, I need to buy a new shelf. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so I did. And it's taller and it's way better and it functions really, really well. That's the bottom good. shelf is because it's so much bigger. The bottom shelf is like all candles and sort of like magic stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the upper ones are all tarot. But I also have tarot cards. I have two decks in my kitchen. I have like eight or nine in my bedroom. Uh I have two in my car. I have three at work. I usually have two or three in my purse. I think that people who see each individual deck as being like fairly sacred would be horrified by the way that I treat some of my decks. Yeah, yeah. Because I treat them like workhorses. They're just around with me a lot. Uh And so like the tattoo tarot is sitting next to my couch, not even in a box, just sitting there. Yeah. And sometimes I'll look through it and make sure that all of the cards are still there. But otherwise, I'm just using it all the time because it's so fun to shuffle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, to me, it's like you're treating it like you would, like, a friend. And, like, you shuffle it. You say hey to it. You pull some cards. Or or even a book. Like, I feel like since we're collecting something that's so ephemeral, Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty understandable that we're not going to treat it like it's something that needs to be super protected. Like, you have to understand that these things will get damaged because they're paper. Yeah, I mean, like, Mesquite Tarot with me, like, in yeah. our Patreon episode. Yeah, Mesquite Tarot got wet, and I had to save it, but that's okay, because it's now a deck that I don't have a fear of losing, you know, and yeah. fear of ruining, because, hey, it already happened, but it's okay. Everything survived. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. So I think for storage, it's kind of like, shelves are obviously going to be the best bet, because yeah. then you can see everything. I know that some people, because of various reasons, like family members not knowing they read tarot or whatever mm-hmm. have to keep them a little bit more hidden. Yeah. Um, but I think that when you have like a collection, that's really hard to do because you just won't use stuff that you're not seeing. Right. Right. Out of sight, out of mind. Very easily. Yeah. So yeah. I think that if you had like a few decks, definitely you could keep them somewhere a little bit more hidden. But when, once you have more than like 10, maybe 10, yeah, it's it hard to do hard. that and still make sure you're using stuff. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, yes, we have had to buy additional pieces of furniture for our <laughs> homes for this hobby. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's what comes with, like, any kind of collection that you have and maintain and continue. Yeah, with. totally. That's a good point. It's no different than, like, having a lot of books or, like, yeah. figurines or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, my mom collected teapots, and she would have to hang up shelves every time she would get more, like, more so than two or three cute. teapots. Yeah. Did you ever watch 30 Rock? Uh, okay, there's like briefly. The, there's a 30 Rock episode where it turns out that Alec Baldwin's character is like ceramic cookie jar collector. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses a pseudonym and like has to sell all of his cookie yes. jars. It's cute. So cute. That's always what teapots remind me of because teapots are so bulky. And they're so like, yeah, they can break very easily. But I'm sure as a kid you wanted to touch them all the time. That's oh, yes. And have tea parties with them and stuff like that. Yeah. There's that need that needs to be fulfilled. So. But we could not. We just had to look at Prince Albert's patterns on the wall. Like, oh, oh, she did fancy. She didn't yeah, do fancy just like. Stuff. No, no, no. They no. weren't just like characters. No, or... <laughs> no, no. Oh, character. damn. See, I always really like the ones where it's like a Grover teapot and like all of these weird <laughs> niche teapots. No, yeah. This is definitely like from England, bone china sort of stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. So you're not going to let your kid touch that. No, no, no. No. And one time one of the shelves like fell and she like cried because like a couple of them, her favorites broke. It was really tragic. So that'll happen. Yeah. I really feel like, I mean, maybe that's the thing with any collections. There's almost nothing that you can collect that can't get damaged. Yeah. Well, just like tarot decks, like, you know, like 
I was afraid that one be in a fire. You know, it's like it, it happens. Yeah. Paper disintegrates. It's going to happen. So might as well use Maybe it. That's enjoy like it. Part of the thrill of collection is like at any moment, all of it could just break or get fucked up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like it, it's like the most boring person way to live on the edge ever. But it's where I'm most comfortable. Yeah. I mean, might as well. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our next question. It's from Yuritsa, our wonderful, wonderful and giving friend, Bujo Witchcraft on Instagram. I've got a new and sudden tarot stalker, the Five of Pentacles. It's popping up everywhere in so many varied contexts, and I'm at the point where I've come to the conclusion that whatever the message is, I'm clearly too close to the situation to see it. What area of my life is it referring to, and how can I clear the energy out? It's not a stalker card I care to have. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, what a stalker card. yeah seriously you're like five of pentacles again at least if it's something like the two of swords which was my soccer card forever it's like okay i need to i know i need to sit there and think but with the five of pentacles it's like is this a threat yeah it's so depressing (laughs) yeah Uh, it's like oh i'm cold i'm poor here's the church let me sit under a window (laughs) or sometimes or maybe it's asking that you know them to reach out for help and maybe this is them reaching out for help so yeah oh there you go beautiful so I wrote a spread for stalker cards. Do you want to do that together? Oh, yeah, we, we can. just answer her specific question? I don't have it in front of me, so you'll have to repeat it because I have no Wi-Fi. So. Oh, true. Living hold, on the edge. Please hold. Okay. Please hold. Oh, clarification on a theme. So the card positions are, where is this energy leading me? What's standing in my way and how I can get started on the right path? Okay. Which is Does that pretty answer her sim- questions? Yeah, it's pretty similar. Like, what area of my life is referring to? How can I clear the energy out? I think start on the right path is helping clear energy out, but we would need to answer the question, what area of their life is it referring to? Okay. So maybe insert that one first, and then we can do your spreadish stuff. Okay. Sounds good to me. So we'll each pull a card for what area of her life. I got the three of wands as the area it's referring to. And I got the seven of wands. Oh, Maybe like some plans that aren't like going the right way that there's like you're hitting like a brick wall somewhere. The seven of wands is like you're having to defend yourself a lot more. Because I always think of the three of wands as being so positive, right? I mean, I'm not a- alone and feeling No, no, way. no. Unless like their plans, they're just hitting brick walls because of outside influences. Because that's kind of like the seven of wands. Like they're having people from yeah, the outside like, attacking. Like defensive about defensive. plans. Like you're feeling like you want to start making plans, but... Maybe people are making you feel like you need to be really defensive about it. Mm-hmm. And that would actually make sense because if people are saying whatever your plan is, is going to make you poor, then the five yeah. of pentacles would show up over and over and over again, because it's like, you don't have kind of the support mm-hmm. that you were hoping for in some yeah. ways. Yeah, that's true. Because That could be like both meanings of the five of pentacles, like yeah. both literal poverty and almost like support poverty. E- yeah. Emotional poverty. <laughs> Not like that Yaritza would have like emotional poverty themselves, but like yeah, other people pe- that support that's not there. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think that that makes sense. Like there's some defensiveness about stuff that you're sort of planning and starting to do to move forward. And that would be sort of an area to look at for like the conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that makes the most sense. Kind of like a defensiveness about stuff that you're like, especially because you know, the feeling like when you're starting to make changes and move forward and people around you are sort of like 
almost jealous of that. And so they push back, like, are you sure that's the right move? You know, and like try to almost keep you the way you were before because it's easier for them to deal with. I feel like that combination really speaks to that sort of like situation happening. Yeah, definitely. All right. So where is this energy leading? Actually, I don't know if these questions are that relevant. If it's sort of like what's like people are being putting you in a defensive position about plans moving forward. I think maybe we should just write a new spread. (laughs) Okay. I mean, might as well. People like it when we write new spreads. So. Yeah. After what area of life, since it feels like it's pressure coming from other people that's creating this five of pentacles energy, maybe we should pull some cards about how to deal with people around you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Because I would say like, not necessarily like a resolution, but like... How to, how to, that, how they can personally handle it themselves when they come up against this sort of... Lack of support. Yeah, lack of support or... I was about to say consternation, but that's not what I wanted. My word just kind of like... <laughs> it just kind of like was there in front of my face and then it like left. <laughs> just disappeared. And so like, I, just, I, just, I just kept looking at Holly and I was like, can you please read my mind? So. <laughs> Sometimes, <no. laughs> but I was up late last night. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> I stayed up till after 10, Esther. That oh is not gosh. a place my brain lets me go. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> okay. I think we're addressing the external people that are, that they're coming up against. So kind of like how okay. to deal with those external people, I think is what we're, the area we were going for. But it, you said it more beautiful when you said it. So. Well, I don't remember, and it was, like, literally 30 seconds ago, so <laughs> I think what you said was just okay. fine. <laughs> okay, so dealing with the external influences, I guess, is... The... Yeah, the, I guess, like, the way that people are interacting with you about these changes that you're making, like, how to deal with that five of uh, wands energy that they're giving you. Yeah, that seven of wands energy, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, jeez Louise. We were five, five of wands, wands energy. us. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of showing... Obviously. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I got Judgment and the Ace of Cups. Okay. And I got the Ace of Swords and the Ten of Pentacles. Okay. So I feel like the best way to deal with people who are maybe like giving you, making you feel a little bit defensive is understanding that this is something that's like almost like life's purpose. Like, especially with Judgment and the Ten of Pentacles coming up and then two Aces. It's like Mm -hmm. when you feel that pushback, or that lack of support or that kind of like lack of understanding or defensiveness coming out of you, remind yourself that this is the path that you want to be on and right. that's best for you. Like there's like all of these new opportunities and exciting new things that are happening. It's the right path for you to be on and it will lead to like like securing your legacy in some way. So focusing mm-hmm. on that rather than letting the defensiveness or like that concern about the five of pentacles overshadow all of the really exciting like you know energizing things that are happening to bring you through your path because there's so much energy especially with the two aces and the judgment because judgment is kind of like that renewing energy that your life's calling and so i really especially because there's been like a lack and maybe coming up against people who don't understand your perspective or your point of view or where you're going. It's kind of like, don't worry about that. You know, you have so much other stuff, big stuff to focus on right now that's like legacy stuff. 
And yeah. so you don't need to worry of kind of, you know, like you hate kind of saying like, ignore them. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> F the haters. Yeah. Yeah. But and especially, if, and especially if it's like a journey where you're starting to feel all of these like energizing new feelings, people can be really intimidated by that. Oh yeah. And so they don't understand why you're making changes and moving forward and kind of like, changing who you are and I'm using huge mm-hmm. air quotes for that because it's not changing who you are if it's part of your own journey yeah in my opinion yeah. I mean it could be but it's like for the best changing who you are is not inherently negative yeah so almost like remember that this is something that you're excited about you feel really good about mm-hmm. is like feels super super right and just like ignore the conflict that's sort of being raised by outsiders as you start down this journey yeah And some people are just afraid of being left behind, too. And so they react out of defensiveness because they see you moving forward and doing new things. And they want that, too, for themselves. So they also that twins of jealousy and like, oh, they're going to leave me behind and I can't stay with them sort of. Yeah, totally. I could definitely see that being a motivation. I could totally see that, too. So I want to do something that's like a way to stop that card from continuing to come up. Like what you need to do to break the five of pentacles relationship almost. Yeah. Like I feel less understood. Okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) Well then let's do that. Let's pull each pull a card for how to prevent the five of pentacles from continuing to pop up for you. Like what you can focus on to sort of like break through that stalker relationship almost. I think that maybe just reaching out to us helped. It could be the yeah. support thing that you're talking about. Ooh. What did you get? The Ace of Wands and the Moon. Wow, we're getting a lot of aces. Well, I think it's, especially with the Moon, it's just a journey you're going to have to go through alone. Like, yeah. because the Moon is just that. Like, it's a beautiful healing journey, but also with the Ace of Wands, it's a, like a new passion. And to focus on that and kind of making space for that Moon time. I think a lot of times we kind of want to, like, oh, no, I really don't want this Moon time because it's really convenient for me right now. You know, yeah. I'm trying to do all this other stuff. But I think it's just kind of embracing that this is something where you may not get that support from others, and that's okay. I mean, you'll have our support, obviously. But just in yes. general, like, the people you, you expect support from may not be there in ways that you expected. So And I, okay. especially, I got the nine of pentacles and I feel like that's kind of exciting because it's sort of like the alone stuff is an adventure almost. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a lot of beauty that you'll get from having that time alone to focus on moving forward without like worrying about what other people's reaction is to it. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Like that's kind of the goal, right? You want to like have those experiences and kind of like that journey of self-discovery that the moon kind of brings like there's some new stuff that's going to be like uncovered in this moon time and just kind of embracing it and that's and it'll lead to like especially with the nine of pentacles that where the five of pentacles brings that poverty out the nine of pentacles brings that like prosperity yeah totally so i just love that contrast all right time to strike out on your own not give a shit what people think and just fucking do it yes Oh, we love you so much. <laughs> you got this, Yuritsa. You do. We believe in you. Please make more monthly worksheets because I need I need October. But no FYI. pressure. No pressure. You have oh. a week and a half. Okay. And in our inaugural third question for the episode, we get up to <laughs> three inaugural today, Holly. <laughs> I know. This is the first time we've done three questions. Well, I mean, we've technically done three questions like... I feel like in other, but like, this is like a absolute third question and not like. Oh, a, yeah. For like a third person. A yeah. Third yeah, yeah. Queerant. Third querent. 
I never say that word out loud. I know. I don't, don't either. And so it sounds very I was like, odd. is it querent? I don't know how to spell it because it doesn't recognize significator or querent in any sort of dictionary. And so I'm like, am I spelling this right? It. No one knows. Eh. No yeah, one knows. There's no way to know. I'm sure it's fine. All the people who actually know are dead. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's querent. We could say querent. A querent. Somebody's going to like write a note to us and tell us. We have an inquiry for our Tara an podcast. An inquiry from Desiree. From Desiree. My question is about my job. I've been working with my current employer for almost 10 years. Wow, that's gold. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's a stressful job and there's always a lot of change going on. About a year ago, a coworker was hired, but they are very negative and destructive force to the rest of the group on top of all the other stresses. I'm hoping the tarot can give me guidance on what to do here. Why are they acting like this? What can I do to help them? Will it ever get better? Some people are just assholes. I'm just saying oh, that. God, ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Start wearing black tourmaline around your neck. <laughs> I know. So many rocks and water, like, things on your desk. Just Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's brutal. Okay, so... Um, why are they acting like that? That's one of those things where like we can pull cards for it, but we there are a multitude of things that could interpretations, be interpretations, yeah. Yeah. This is one of those areas where some people would be like, I can't read for other people, but I honestly don't really have that much of a problem no. of what's going on because I think that our goal for it is not so that Desiree can harm that person. Right. Yeah. It's so that Desiree can almost like understand have more have understanding empathy. and peace. Yes. Yeah. Empathy. Yes. Exactly. Thank you for saying that word. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I, I, I have one or two brilliant <laughs> words per episode and that was my one. So <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Hooray. <laughs> Good job. You did it. Okay. Yes. So okay. I think that say we can each pull a card for like what's going on with that person. Yeah. Yeah. And then move on from there. Yeah. Because it's just going to be like five of wands or like. <laughs> something it's gonna be the devil and death <laughs> all right desiree i got the five of swords <laughs> <laughs> and i got the seven of swords oh my god <laughs> so it's kind of like just their bitch that's like <laughs> yeah they're just being sneaky and conniving yeah. and they're focused yeah. on themselves so i got this the five of swords oh no actually this is the six of swords oh i got the six of swords and the sun sorry Oh, okay. I, I misread my Roman numerals. That's my problem today. <laughs> I didn't see the six. I had to well. I had to count the swords on her necklace because I was like, because I doubt sometimes. So I'm like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven swords. Okay. <laughs> we got there. So the six of swords and the suns and the sun together makes me think that maybe she's leaving or wants to leave. Yeah. This person's being kind of a dick because they want to be gone. Yeah. And the seven of swords is just that they have a, like, I am the biggest defender of the Seven of Swords. You know this because the Seven yes, of Swords yes, is yes, my, yes, my absolutely. personality. But I definitely think that there are negatives for the Seven of Swords, especially if they're a very negative person. I think just yeah. that sneaky conniviness sort of like they want to get ahead in the world. So they do it on the necks of others, basically. And I think that that makes a lot of sense with the Six of uh, Swords and the Sun, too, because if the idea is like you're leaving something almost like lower status for something higher status that would require sneakiness. Yeah. So I think yeah. that this person is like hoping to get ahead and that's why they're acting like this. Definitely. Um, I like, what can I do to help them? That's such a sweet question. Desiree. I know Desiree. You're much more like 
a better person I would be. I'd be like, and how can I make them leave? <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you have done that. I have. And it worked. A couple of times. You it did, did work. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I think it's just that they're, they are they kind of, like, want better things for themselves almost. And so they're going to, yeah. you know, lie, cheat, and steal or just be a general dick in order to make it happen yeah yeah to get ahead and to get more like recognition because i do think that the sun in that context is like shining the light on that person that very spotlight they want a lot of credit and stuff yeah so i guess with that being why they're acting that way i guess we could still answer the what can we do to help but it's almost like i feel like the better question would be how can desiree manage yeah like like create boundaries energy yeah exactly so yeah, let's do how can Desiree manage that person's energy, energy rather okay. than how how Desiree can help them. Yeah, because I think that person, I think what a person is like looking for glory and like looking to yeah. leave and get more credit. They're not. There isn't anything that you can do to help them because their goal is not related to you. And so yeah. they'll just be like they'll take a lot of your energy without really changing. Right, exactly. They they have like nothing in this says that they are an empathetic person that will listen to you or that will change because of you lending out your hand or trying to help them be better. They're yeah. just not in that position to do that. So, energy what was the you phrase it so how to manage how Desiree can manage this person's energy. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. What did you get? I got the emperor and death. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Wheel of Fortune and the Six of Cups. That's four majors so, so far in this. Yeah. This person's a giant pain. Yeah. Um, but I think that, like, setting boundaries in that way, the Emperor and Death and the Wheel of Fortune, I think... I think there's good changes that are happening because the Wheel of Fortune's changes, Death is changes. I wonder if there's almost something, like, you need to talk to, like, the person who... You need to talk to, like, a manager, manager. or, like, a supervisor in some way. And how, I don't know. I don't know. The emperor is just throwing me off. I think you're totally right about the changes, but the emperor is throwing me off. I feel like the emperor is sort of the energy they need to take in creating those boundaries and managing that energy. Because the emperor is very strong, very strong willed, strong minded. They know their rules. Yeah. So they already have the rules in place and established ahead of time with this person. They're, they're the ones that are creating, actively creating boundaries, like literal, like country boundaries as, as an emperor, like and maintaining those walls. Basically. I definitely feel it's probably like the energy, Energy plus the wheel of fortune and death are both like change and the death is like you see changes coming and there's changes that are ha- happening and the wheel of fortune is that change that it's going to be a little bit chaotic too yeah i think the person is getting ready to leave because the six of cups added in there also is like kind of like remember better days set strong boundaries there's transition happening yeah yeah so either the person is going to leave or they're going to have some big shift, mm-hmm. but you won't have to be dealing with it forever. Like keep your eye on sort of like you have all this strength. You have a lot of established understanding because you've been there for 10 years. Yes. Which I think is also emperory. Yes. So you have all this established knowledge and know-how and understanding. And then if you pair that with the six of cups and like, sort of nostalgia and simplicity and like kind of almost going back to the basics. Like you don't need to be as intrinsically linked with this person because mm-hmm. you have all of this power in the situation. Cause you've been there for so long yeah. and you so have this you can, history too. Yeah. So like get ready for some transitions, but don't feel like you need to be managing this person yeah. because 
it won't work. They want the kind of like glory and stuff for themselves. And so all you can do is sort of hold tight and pre- prepare for things to change, basically. Yeah. And draw on your own understanding of your own strength rather than worrying too much about them. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. Will it ever get better? I think so. I the mean, Wheel of Fortune and Death indicate that. Yeah. I think definitely the two big change cards. That's, in my opinion, Well, major. so at least it'll change. Hopefully for yeah. the better. Hopefully I guess better. we could pull cards for that. <laughs> Will it get better? One, two, three. What if we four. did like in the next six months? What like how what how does the energy shift in the next six months? Why don't we pull Lenny and then, for that? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, grab a Lenny. Okay, I have Let's a ask Lenny. Lenny. Hey Lenny. Hey Lenny. Uh bring bring. That's how I do uh phone ringing noise, phone by ring. the way. Just okay. say the word bring. And bring, bring, voice. bring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so like let's say for the next six months, kind of what to, like expect what to expect with this energy. And then we could also do in the next year. I like it when we do kind of those two, like, two, like benchmarks. Almost. Benchmarks. Okay. So I'll pull for six months first. I'm using, what okay. is this? Seventh Sphere Lenormand. Oh, you have Seventh Sphere Lenormand? Yeah, because it came into my Korean tarot shop randomly. And I was like, buy it. It was like 80 bucks. But I was like, I bought it because it's plastic. It is plastic. What to expect in the next six months. For those who are familiar with Lenny, I also do my seventh hand shuffle with Lenny decks, which is very difficult, <laughs> but doable. I was going to say, it's so small. Can you get to seven when there's only like, what, 34 cards? <laughs> yep. Okay, for this next yes, six months, fish, bouquet, and fox. So fish has to do with like actual business and your work. Like, yeah. like your, like technically money that's coming in, but like. What's, I don't That's know. interesting to get the fox with when we had the seven of swords also. Because there's yes. like some gossiping and sneakiness that's yeah, happening sneakiness. at work basically with those. But bouquet is also very positive as well. So bouquet yeah. is basically like a gift. So I feel like there's going to be like underlyingness of sneakiness. So I think this person, it'll some exposure will happen. Yeah. And so that will, to me, that's kind of like just shows that at work. Other people see it too. Other people will see it. Yeah. So yeah. that's six months. And then... For a year out, let's see. Gosh, now I'm all excited to talk about Lenormand on the podcast because for people who don't have any context for it, that was probably the most confusing thing they've ever heard. <laughs> like how from those three cards are you getting like, oh, there's going to be something that comes to like gossip that comes to light that is like, you know, positive or whatever. Yeah. They're gonna be well, like, and now, now I'm like, fr- now I'm afraid of like, did I get Lenny wrong? Like, that's, but I, no, I think it's okay. Think I think so. it was okay. I think it was okay. So. Because the fox is the sneakiness. Sneakiness. And then it's a bouquet. So there's, that's the problem is that there's two ways to read it. You can either start from the beginning and go forward or start with a middle card and have the other two cards. Yeah. Like reflect on that so i usually do the center card is the subject and the side cards are reflecting it yeah so that's why to me it seems like more of like sneaky gossip Mm -hmm. yeah let them and it like sort of dampers the positivity of the bouquet to me because the fox is reflecting on the bouquet right yeah yes because i that's how i read it too i like reading the center card as a subject and the other two is kind of like descriptive of what that subject's about yeah Yeah, that's how i would like to read it too so oh good awesome so so the bouquet is like it's gonna be positive but there's just like an underlyingness of sneakiness basically and fish to me means work work. related yeah 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 and because fish doesn't technically mean work but in this context because it's a work-related question your enterprise and money isn't it kind of like teamwork though? Is it, it's, am I it's, it's more, that? I think it's more like fortune and like commerce. Oh, like commerce. That's why the work that's, stuff yeah, always that's comes why up for us. To yeah. Me, yeah. That's why to me, 
yeah, commerce was the word I was looking for earlier. Hey, it came to me finally. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ten minutes later. We got there. Yay. My second word of the episode. I'm now done. (laughs) You're like, we need to finish this. (laughs) I have no more words. No more. And okay. So for the one year out, we have... The, our middle card is anchor, which is like the best card in the whole entire deck. Like your foundation's really good. Like just think of like yeah. an anchor as like your solid foundation, your where you're yeah. established, and it's influenced by the sun. And the sun is like a bunch of bright ball of energy, and it's just amazing. Like better yeah. than the sun in tarot because this like sun is just like and there's it sheds no creepy light on everything. On no, there's no creepy baby at all. But there is. I do have the mice, which means that there's oh. some sort of just, just like just kind of like just little nagging things so there's gonna be some stuff that's gonna be nagging you like after this but it's gonna be over it's already influenced overwhelming positively with two huge positive cards so i just think you'll still be like recovering from this within a year whether it be like stuff that they've done or you're just like this person's been annoying me sort of thing or once they're gone you can like find little cracks that they left behind them almost yeah that's what i was thinking so Cool. yeah so mice is just that little like annoying little thing it's not anything big just like little Chewing and not. Yeah, we're like, oh my god, of course they didn't file this the right way. Or yeah, exactly. Or they this, this program is completely stupid. To. Yeah, so you're yeah. still going to be recovering from that, but it's not going to be like doom and gloom. And yeah, so that year. makes it really seem like this person's probably going to be gone within the next couple of with oh, over six months, but less than a year. Yeah, yeah. So focus yeah. on that nostalgia and that emperor strength, and just wait for the transitions to happen because they're happening. Yeah, definitely. Ah. Oh! Desiree, oh, good luck. So I love good. it. I love it. Also, I like using Simplin Norman. I know. different card styles in. Look at us. We're like f- flexing here. Yeah, seriously. That was testing me. I was like, why did I volunteer to no, do the Norman? So, I mean, think about how when we first started this podcast, court cards threw us off so consistently. We were always in a panic that a court card was going to yeah. come up during a reading for a listener. And what got us over that? Having to be dealing with it on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like there's something to be said for like, really putting yourself on the spot that helps in my opinion and mm-hmm. in our experience with like allowing that intuition to come through yeah yeah and lenormand because to me like, it's like so very straightforward you don't have to like there's no question it's just like boom 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 and you're done yeah so but i think that I you can it. like work on speed and comfort with it when you are putting yourself in a situation like yes. you just did yeah we're like, I know what I'll do. I'll pull the Norman cards live on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> I guess that we could have cut idea. it if it had gone poorly. <laughs> Thankfully, I edit the, our, our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, there's nothing wrong with looking at definitions every once in a while. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely Sometimes not. Sometimes you every just day. gotta. All right, cool. So our last question for the episode is from Katie. And Katie says, I'm finally pursuing my dream of being a flute player. It's been a long journey, but I'm not seeing any growth. It seems like when I start to make any traction, things stop it. Is this something I need to just push through, especially since it seems in my own readings, it says to just keep going, but I'm super new. So maybe that's just me seeing what I want to see. If I should keep going, what should I do moving forward to keep my spirits up during this slow time? Oh, I like musicians, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so awesome. I'm so like, I admire you so much for following your dream and pursuing instruments because... I have some little talent, but not much at all. Yeah. we. I think for this, we could just kind of do sort of a classic, like, what's going on, what's standing in your way, and how to move forward. Just each pull a card for those. Yeah. Um, let's pull for what's going on right now. And then we'll do standing in the way and steps forward. So I got the six of martini glasses, a.k.a. the six of cups. And, <laughs> and I got the ace of cups. Oh, interesting. Did you pull two for that position? Yes. 
And I got Knight of Swords. <laughs> yes. That was the quietest, littlest yes I've ever heard from you ever in your entire life. Possibly uh, the quietest yes I've ever had in my entire life. So, I'm sorry. Let's say that again. It's okay. It's Ace okay. of Cups. Ace six of, cups, of Cups. Six of Cups. Knight of Swords. Oh. Oh, interesting. So, I feel like it, they're running to rush forward into something because that knight just wants to rush in and do shit. Yeah, and it's kind of like, like especially with the Ace of Cups, it's like there's sort of an exciting new feeling that you're just mm-hmm. kind of rushing towards. Yeah. And so that can feel really overwhelming and kind of like you're not as prepared as you should be because you're just so excited mm-hmm. that you're just kind of like going for it. Yeah, yeah. And the Six of Cups, I think, especially like you, you've had this like history and long history of doing this, like the expectations are high on yourself. Yeah. And that, you know, you're kind of like, I want to rush forward and get this done. And because I'm, you know, I'm finally like manifesting my own dreams and stuff. But just those feelings, like it's not happening as fast as you want it to happen. Yeah, totally. So you kind of feel like you're losing traction. When you're not, you just feel like it. Yeah. Okay. So then what's standing in the way? What's standing in the way? Did Same. you already pull one? Nope. Oh, no. Oh, you did all We're three shuffling. at once. I did all three at once because I'm. A weirdo. Okay. <laughs> I don't What's, follow my own direction. What's sitting in the way? The eight of wands. You're trying to go oh, too fast. God. <laughs> yeah. And I got the king of cups. So I feel like the thing that's standing in your way is that you feel like you should be way more of an authority. Like you rushed mm-hmm. into this and you want to be an authority figure, but you're still sort of like, maybe that kind of harkens back to the six of cups in some ways. Like there's still some nostalgia that you are like focusing on so much that it's making you feel like you need to be rushing forward and you need to be an authority on the subject and you need to be like large and in charge and all of that stuff. So that's right. like standing in your way because you can't, start on a journey thinking that you're already at the end of the journey for me especially because the eight of wands is there it's just kind of confirmation that you're rushing and that you've like expecting too much and you're not ru- that you're rushing it you're like pressuring you're just, yourself too much yeah you're pressuring yourself to be moving super breakneck speeds yeah but that's like not really how it needs to go so right, let's pull right. cards for how to move forward okay moving forward i've pulled okay the full and the nine of swords uh okay so the nine of swords swords and the fool and the fool wow that's an interesting combination well i think especially because it's a new part of your journey there's so much anxiety going on there's so much pressure i think that's kind of what this reflects on like you're you're at this full point so yeah and i got the queen of coins so i think that like sort of being a little bit more rational and like restful almost Mm -hmm. like you have it's a new you're the fool you need to sort of like it sounds so cliche to be like self-care will resolve this but like like set up your home almost Mm -hmm. like metaphorically like set up your base level almost Mm -hmm. because that will help resolve the nine 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 of swords (laughs) that anxiety if you have your house in order as they say then the nine of swords will feel less overwhelming and you can focus on being at the beginning of a journey rather than feeling like you already need to be the king of cups about it all. Yeah. Especially when you have that, like that baseline foundation that to me, it's kind of like you feel established that like there's like this innate knowledge that you've already, you're here. Yeah. You just accept it. 
Like, yeah. don't push yourself as because, especially with the Nine of Swords and the Eight of Wands, to me, it's like you just keep pushing yourself at this breakneck speed. It's going to create burnout. And you're going to burn out so fast. And there's like this worry and this panic that, that in this full space that you're in, that you're not doing enough. And yeah. I'm here to say that, like, you're enough where you are right now. Like, yeah, exactly. this is where you're supposed to be. Like, don't and let push yourself, yourself be where you are rather than forcing yourself forward. Yeah. Do you want to pull? Should we pull a, a Inner Star Oracle card for her? Yes. I have it here. I, did I just grab it? Like, my first grab? Yes, I did. Look it's at this. I love yes. this deck for these too. sorts of questions. I do too. Full purpose questions. Inner Star Oracle is just. It's so Perf. good. Okay, so what does Katie need to hear right now? Ascending spirit. And I shall read from the book what ascending spirit means. Do you want to see the Lovely. Card? Ascending spirit. There are many levels of consciousness which you can access. Only when you take a step up will the next part of your journey begin to be illuminated. If you align with the truth that lies within you, you will continue to be guided along the right path, as well as experiencing the synchronicity and flow that will help you navigate your new surroundings. And the affirmation is... I traverse this new spiritual territory with excitement and wonder as I know I am being guided to my highest self. That's so perfect. Trust the journey. And again, yep. don't push yourself to rush forward. Ah, yeah. Inner star Oracle. I love you. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I love it. Well, this was fun. We've never answered so many questions in an episode. It's a little bit more exhausting than doing a deck review. I'm not yes. going to lie. Very true. <laughs> We did it. But we did it. And it was great. And I know for the most part, I mean, I did have an existential crisis that Esther must have cut out from the beginning or the middle, yeah, the middle, about the middle, about the middle. That's okay. <laughs> it was just a caffeine crash. That's all it was. Caffeine crash. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just a tiny, tiny crisis. Tiny Nothing crisis. major. No. Just a run of the mill crisis. Yeah. <laughs> The five of wands became more clear when I started being all freaked out. It's okay. <laughs> like, oh, Holly, chill. No, no. It's um, so it's time for some Patreon shoutouts. Patreon shoutouts. Right? Shout yes. Yay! We're so excited. Yes, we are. Um, our decks for our shop that Patreon supporters get 20% off at will be here at the end of this week, hopefully. Yes. And we're so, so excited. excited. Yes. And if you are a Patreon supporter, you get 20% off of that deck. And also all of our bonus content. Last week, Esther talked about the Quiverful movement. Yes. And it was a vulnerable AF. Very vulnerable. I almost did not upload that episode because I was like, are people gonna be too weirded out by this? Am I being too, am I being too weird in this episode? So... <laughs> You're not. You're a wonderful okay. person. Okay. I'm glad because I was just, I was like, I almost messaged you. was like, Holly, we're just going to, we're just going to delete this. We're just, just going to do something else. We'll do something else. Another we'll do idea. Something. But it's there and it's good, I feel. So. Yeah, totally. It was yeah. great. And there's also a ton of other content. Moon Minutes, uh, an episode that I recorded with Nathan when we I hit know. a certain number of Patreon followers. So if you want to hear about my very tarot skeptic husband getting his first tarot reading, that's up there. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of fun stuff. And 20% off of our hey. store. You can go buy one of our decks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, oh, you're first. Yes, I'm first. Michelle, your card is ooh, one, two, three, four, five. Wait, you have two cards pop out. The, okay, how many cups? Ten of cups or ten of martini glasses and the knight of swords. You get two because they just both flew out. So Awesome. And then for Jesse Face, your card is Strength. 
Oh, I like that. Beautiful. I love so it. So beautiful. So wonderful. It is. Oh, uh, okay. So that's our show. Next week, we're going to be reviewing the White Sage Tarot. And don't forget to send us your questions. We cleared out a lot of the queue. And so if you have any questions, go to wildlytarot.com um, and submit our handy dandy online form with any tarot questions or questions about tarot that you may have. And also tell your friends about us and rate and review us wherever you find your podcast. It helps us grow and we really appreciate it. It seriously makes our day. We're in a lot of Facebook communities about tarot and like kind of witchy stuff and occult stuff. And every time somebody comments about us without knowing that we're in the group, my heart just soars. So it's the best feeling in the world to see people enjoying our podcast and recommending it to other people. And someone mentioned us on Reddit and I was like, we're cool enough to be on Reddit. Yes. So that's how someone said they found our podcast was from Reddit. And I was like, oh, all right. Thank you, random Redditor. I appreciate that. Do we need that. to find where on Reddit they said something? No, well, because knows? Reddit is a hellhole. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, welcome all of our Reddit listeners. <laughs> also, you can follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also, already mentioned, you can support us on Patreon, get tons of bonus content, and we would love your support. Yeah. So remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so much. We love you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and we lived through another five of whatever week. We, I know. Please make this end. Please make this end. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm okay. I just needed to panic. Now we're all good. We love you wildly. We love you. Have a good week. <laughs>